This is the K-12 Engineering Education Podcast for July 18th, 2016. If you're an educator, engineer, entrepreneur, or parent who's interested in getting kids into engineering at younger ages, then this is for you. I'm Pius Wong, and today Rachel Farrig and I are talking about the pros and cons of going to professional conferences related to engineering education. We're recording in a cafe, so there is some background noise. Hi, Rachel. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you, Pius? I'm doing good. And hello to everyone listening. Hi. We are recording in Austin, Texas here at Black Walnut Cafe. And thanks to the cafe for letting us record. Thank you, Black Walnut. And we were just talking about conferences related to engineering education. Yes, I'm so excited. Tell them what we just did. We just set up our application to present at South by Southwest EDU. If you haven't heard of it, you should check it out on Google. What is South by EDU? What do you, what do you know oh, about it? Oh gosh, South by EDU is so much. It's multiple conferences all rolled into one. There are talks, there are forums, there are panel sessions, there are expert sessions that last half a day, all day. There are hands-on interactive sessions. It's amazing. You meet so many people, you do so many things, and you learn so much. There are so many takeaways that you can put into your classroom, your homeschool, your business, your industry. You're really South, selling it. Yeah. I, I love South by, and I love South by EDU even more because you also don't have to handle things like mm, porta potties. <laughs> yes, it's not as big as the <laughs> other South by sessions because there's South by Interactive, there's South by Film and Music, which are all cool too. You should totally check it out, but. Uh, yes. But South by EDU is where we are going yes, to be, that's and that's where, a more important point. Well, where we're hoping to be. We hope. Yeah. Yes, so, we don't know yet. Yeah, keep an eye out for applications later. You get to, It's cool because the public gets to vote on what sessions they want to see. Yep. And we're going to submit stuff on electronic quilts and electronic textiles. And? And also <laughs> improv for engineers and designers and yes. bringing art and, and integrated art and STEAM into the classroom. Yes. So, uh, and into your office. Yeah, if you're, your office. If you're yes. in the industry, I mean, if you're a, a professional engineer, you know you have to have a certain amount of creativity and you have to leverage that creativity in a certain way. And those are really fundamental yeah. tenets of improv. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I need to have a whole podcast just on that. I know a guy. <laughs> you know a guy. I do. Um, but that said, like, I just wanted to talk about that bigger question because we might be enthusiastic about South By, but I guarantee you, I've, I've been to several conferences now in engineering and education, and so have you. Yes. And I feel like some conferences are more worthwhile than oh, others. Oh, that is the truth. So we're not going to explicitly bash conferences here today. No. I will praise South By EDU, but even South By EDU has its advantages and disadvantages. Sure. They all do. Yeah, yeah. And, like, for example, like, in my view, I always wonder, I mean, there's a hefty price tag, I think, for oh. South By and a lot of other conferences. And I wonder, uh, as a, an engineer developing my own stuff, is it worth it to pay the money and, and pay for a hotel and fly out there and go there? Yeah. Especially when my fear is, okay, I present some idea and everyone hates it. Right. So you're looking for a specific return on investment. And it's it's interesting when you're talking about knowledge or any other sort of human capital, 
you can assign, I'm, I'm sure technically you can assign a dollar figure to it, but it's very difficult to say this is the dollar value that we're going to get for mm. our time, our travel, things like that. What I will say is that my experience with any sort of conference, whether it's educational or trade or otherwise, is that it, it really takes careful planning on the participants end. So are you exhibiting or are you just going for a learning experience? Mm -hmm. If you're going to learn, are you sharing that knowledge with other people in your company, in your group, in your industry, in your region? What are you doing with the knowledge that you've gained? So come in with a goal. Absolutely. You never want to uh, sign up for presentation at a conference or even attending a conference without having specific outcomes in mind. So as we go through um, you know, the planning process, what is it that you need to take away that's going to add value and or just in general be important? Yeah. Then decide is that, uh, are those goals or is that body of knowledge or that uh, set of skills attainable in some other way? If it is, would you also have to pay? Would you have to pay a professional? $600. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Does a professional development leader have to come into your company and do you have to pay their hotel and their flight mm. and their fee to get this same knowledge or this same experience? Some people say that you go to these conferences to make connections. Some people say yes. you just go there to learn. Yes. Uh, I would say both. It's yeah. all of it. That's what we're doing, I think, if yes. we get into South by. And that's where you have to look at the, the conference platform uh, um, kind of holistically. What are your networking opportunities? What are the um, intangibles that you're going to be able to take away from the conference as well as um, physical takeaways. Am I able to take away a component of um, curriculum or mm -hmm. specific contacts or whatever it happens to be? What I like about South by and a few other conferences that I've been to, um, namely um, uh, National Association of Independent Schools and National Association of Secondary School Principals and um, the National Science Teachers Association, those conferences are so well designed, not only for presenters and exhibitors, but participants, that there's so much overlap that no matter what you are doing, there is a valuable takeaway. So you recommend that anyone in this engineering education space, they go to those conferences? I think that, I think so, yes, what because is, you're connecting with other educators, you're connecting yeah. with other administrators, but there is also always a shifting focus. Every single year, these conferences specifically focus on certain questions or goals or ideals or learning principles that are at the forefront of research and they're at the forefront of um, current needs in American right. education. So all those conferences that you mentioned, they seem to be really interested on the, the new ideas and new research that's coming out in, in the field, exactly. South by included. I feel like each one is different though. They've got oh, different flavors. Sure they so do. South yeah. by, I know because I've been to South by, but I haven't been to the other one. South by, to me, feels more techie. It is. It's super techy, and I think that South by is also far more social. So one social? of the, well, one like of the drinking out after dark kind of yes, stuff. awesome. There are so many 
more valuable opportunities that are available in those after-hour uh, South by meetups. Mm. And these are formalized meetups. They're advertised. They're, um, they're actually designed. I mean, someone sits there and puts together the venue and the hours and some of them even have agenda mm. not with handouts and presentations it's and things like thing. that yeah, yeah. but they'll say at this meetup we're going to focus on xyz kind of conversation and because they're more intimate and they're smaller gatherings you're not in a room necessarily with 150 other people. Yeah. You make those personal connections and you find where it is that you can help other people or receive help from other people. And that's where a lot of the really authentic learning and communicating happens. Yeah, yeah. So then what are the other conferences like? You don't have the, the beer <gasps> conversations well, about I educational policy. I won't necessarily policy. say that, no. <laughs> but it's, it's so less, um, there, there's not a dedicated designated space for it. Uh -huh. So for example, if you go to some of these huge conferences, NSTA, NAIS, NASSP, whatever they happen to be, um, there's always a social what I, I term, and this is not a real thing, but I call it a social moment where all of the participants, including the um, exhibitors, gather in the exhibition hall. Typically, it's at the end of the very first full day, and they have, you know, free drink tickets for everyone, and you have your one yeah, beer and your yeah. one wine, and you walk around, but all the conversations are so superficial, and there's no real exchange of information or knowledge or um, any sort of meaningful connection that leads to any kind of growth and development on either end, either for the educator, the administrator, the exhibitor, or even for the conference professionals who put all this together, there's nothing, I shouldn't say nothing, because there are, I'm sure, some deep connections forged, but not often. What I love about South By is the richness and diversity of options and the, the, the culture of it lends itself towards such expansive opportunity yeah you have that you have that daytime feel i think of the more formal talks and yes. workshops but you have the less formal different flavor of conversation yeah and because okay. of that you're it's almost unlimited yeah so i guess we're just saying if you are interested in attending south by the deadline's coming up on hashtag the, shameless plug yeah, july 20th. <laughs> well it's a shame I, we don't work for south by but we no, are saying but we, we want you to come you and see us yeah. yes so submit something if you're interested to the south by southwest panel picker by july 21st or 22nd something like that yeah and uh yeah and we hopefully we see you there yeah well program some electronic quilts and play yeah. some it'll keep you warm yeah. improv games improv games will be fun yes, yes. you should check that out all right all right thanks, thank Rachel. you so much bias the views expressed in this podcast are our own and they are not necessarily the opinions of any schools universities or other organizations with which we might be connected our opening music comes from School Zone by the Honorable Sleaze, and our closing music this time is from William Henry Harrison High School Fight Song by Steve Combs. Both are used under a Creative Commons attribution license.
Subscribe, review, and send us comments online. On Twitter, I'm at Pius Wong, and Rachel is at rfarig, or R-F-A-H-R-I-G. Like us and share us on Facebook for updates, and subscribe to us on iTunes and review the podcast if you like it. As always, thanks so much for listening. 